Hello, you are on the Transfer Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Tunde Kele Agbola. On this podcast, we look at the life of Jesus Christ, his apostles, men who are examples in the Old Covenant times and men in contemporary times of the faith that is common to us all, which they foreshadowed or gave us an example of. And our goal is to glean wisdom from their life and experiences and apply them contextually when we find ourselves in similar situations in our day. For those of us, the end of the age has come unto us, as the Bible said. My prayer is that through this podcast, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and you will find wisdom for living as you follow the Lord and His ways. God bless you. Going back to Genesis, when God said, I think we can go back there just to recap. Or do you have any, anything in your mind? Okay, let's go back to that Genesis again. We were talking about why, you know, why God created men, right? So if you go to Genesis chapter 1, that verse 26 again, then God said, now, uh, let's, yeah, let's read the ESV back. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created he, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you, and then it goes on and on like that. The, 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 the fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. That's what I want to focus on today. The part of the purpose of humanity, which you as a young person, a young man, a young lady, you bear a part in that which God has for all humanity is to be fruitful and multiply the man in verse 27. Alright? The man in God's image. And we've established that, that that man is the man, any man who bears the nature of Christ, who Christ lives in them, is part of this humanity that God is referring to. Now, I said in a couple, one of the episodes that Jesus, what Adam did not fulfill, Jesus came to show us. See, he's the express image of the Father. And when Jesus came to the earth, one of the things he did was to make followers of men so that they can become part of the new creation. And once they have become part of the new creation, before he left, after his resurrection, which is how, how he accomplished it, he left them back with this mandate again. Now, I, I don't know how to, I don't want to go too technical here. So, I, uh, you might say, oh, this uh, this here was talking about fishes of the sea and birds of the heaven. But notice he said that over all the earth. The problem was when Adam fell, he repopulated the earth with other kind of men. What could have just happened is that men are just supposed to nurture 
and live in this earth and, and keep the world in a perfect state to continue so that they can continue to live the life that God asks for them. But because of the fall, the earth is now filled with the kind of men that God does not want. So there is a need for a recropping. So human beings are now part of those who ask to be uh, subdued. Now when I use the word subdued, they are not subjugated, but to be brought under the rulership of God. The dominion mandate now, now includes human beings that are now in the camp of the enemy and the part of the demonic host. In fact, when you talk about the best of the year, the fish of the sea, there are people who have the sense that uh, figuratively this might also refer to some of the different uh, spiritual beings operating in the realms of the spirit, like demons, that are supposed to dominate over them to not let the earth become decayed. But, but we have territories now and places where the kind of human beings, whether where you work, whether in a country or a city, that are now populating the earth, they are now of the old creation. And so part of the assignment of a person who fulfills purpose is that once you have been recreated, you are to partner with God to make others recreated so that the kind of men that God wants are the ones that are being populated. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Or is this complicated? It's not complicated. <laughs> and Jesus, wanting to achieve that, gave a commission in Matthew. Matthew 28. After Jesus, knowing that you can't have a dominion, you can't reign, you can't rule without authority. Jesus went and got the authority from us and is the authority first of all the authority of life is the authority of his rule over demonic powers when he's now seated at the right hand of the father in heaven by his own life he said verse 18 and Jesus came and said to them all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me go therefore and make disciple of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit remember in Genesis but God said let us make man in our image the Father, the Son and the Spirit, our image Jesus here is now saying that, that mandate is what I'm resending you to do now, go to every people, the word nation there if you go to the original Greek word that was used, he said to all nations, the word here is ethnos, all tribe, all people group, all people, essentially all people. So go to all people, regardless of their race, ethnicity, gender, identity, I, it doesn't matter who they identify as, they were meant to be new creations. They were meant to bear the image of Christ. So what they have now is part of the old identity. So I want you to go to all of this and teach them this new kingdom life, which is the kind of life that it was supposed to be, and they can all fulfill the purpose that I have for them. Go to them and baptize them into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, because they were originally created in our image. Bring them back to that image. Conform them back to my image. And the way to do that, he said, is teaching them 
to observe to do what he has commanded. So whether it is transformation or fulfilling purpose, it is as you observe his commands, as you follow him, that is how you become a, to be in the path of fulfilling his purpose for you. And once you are in that path, in the same way, you have to be on the path to represent him wherever human beings are. And the platform you use to do that, the category of people you will do that with, the territories where you will do that, the giftings by which you will do that may differ. But the purpose is one. Make everyone a follower of him as bearing that image in this world to become sons and daughters of God and followers of Christ. That is how you enter into the purpose of man. And Jesus is saying that you first bear the image. Then make others also to bear the image by following him, Jesus. You know, when we were younger, they used to teach us on how image are formed. You take a, a paper and a pen, I mean, a, a, a coin, and then you get a, a pencil. You can try it. Uh, see, go get a, uh, a dime or a nickel or, I don't know, copper or whatever, quarter, whatever in the country, just a coin, and take a piece of paper and wrap it around it and squeeze it in very well. And take the, the pen, I mean, the, 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 the pencil, that would be a pencil, start rubbing on that paper you're going to see the image of that coin from on the paper and that is what jesus is asking disciples to do go and let other people keep following me until i rub my image on them until they become like me until they are, they are more and more conforming to my image and that is complicated for those who are not initiated into the ways of christ but it is simple for those who are because the process is as you follow the lord again this is another another thing to confirm whatever you do do something to the lord here was saying go and make people to follow me and do whatever i command so when he said be fruitful and multiply discipling people teaching them all that jesus command he said now are you my disciples if you obey my words Discipleship is not just some mumbo-jumbo concept that is confused. It is building humanity and people who are now born anew by the word and living by the words of Christ. So, whatever you do now is as unto the Lord. This might not look like the way they taught you purpose in, in this training that you went to last week. This might not sound like how they teach you purpose in, your, in the in the dream school that you went. And all apologies, but we are still have to say the word of God. Purpose in God is becoming like Jesus. Purpose in God is making others to become like Jesus. And the platform and the people and the places and the territories and the giftings may differ which is where your career comes in, which is where you, where you go comes in, which is where uh, a social media platform you're using or a computer system you're operating with or, anything, or your talents or your abilities, they all come in as the Lord have need of them 
to fulfill this purpose of multiplying the image bearers, the new creation. And Paul, wanting Timothy to understand, you know, we talk about church, people think of church as this religious Christian group. That is the pillar and ground of truth. It is the place where we're supposed to learn what it means to bear this image and to fulfill the purpose of our existence. And Timothy, as part of those who in their path and their purpose are going to be called to be shepherds mm -hmm. and pastors, not all of us. So don't you feel lower than anybody that, why am I not a pastor? No, because you are not. But are you a disciple? Yes. Are you image bearer? Yes. Where you are in your little uh, camp where you are teaching small kids, you are there to still fulfill the same purpose, similar to what the pastor is fulfilling because the goal is the same. But for those who are called to be pastors like Timothy, Paul was trying to teach him how to continue this multiplication. So if you go to the book of um, 2 Timothy 2, verse 1 and 2, real quick. 2 Timothy 2, verse 1 and 2. Timothy, my dear son, be strong through the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach this truth to others, trustworthy people. Who will be able to pass them to others? So that that is what some people have called discipling people. Yeah, passing the passing the the revelation and the knowledge and the examples of life yeah. that man is supposed to to live and carry and bear in this world to another set of people who we continue to propagate and perpetuate the kind of man that is in the image of God. It's, it's the transfer of that life to perpetual generation. Again, I have to repeat, the purpose of God is to be like him and live for him and make others to be like him and live for him. And it goes like that in a continuous perpetuating cycle of multiplication of image bearers, multiplication of new creations all through existence. But how you fall into that, again, it's in the places, the path, the platforms, the giftings, and the territories that God at one time or another will assign to you and he mark for you as part of your portion in him. Any thought from you on this? So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you should be bearing that image. And that image means multiplying it by teaching others about it. Yeah. So if you are working in a place of work, then I don't like bring it home. Mm -hmm. Everything you do, remember you are doing that to the Lord. People are watching you. Your life can speak to other people to also receive that life the way you live in your place of work. But when you are not doing things unto the Lord, you are not 
populating that image. Mm. But as you walk in any place, place of work, when you sing, you're singing everything unto the Lord, and mm. people can see it. When mm. people see it, that's how they also say, okay, what is it that this person has? I don't have what is bringing that person's joy, mm-hmm. everything that you have. People can see that life. Because it feels so fulfilled. fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And people want to ask, then that's when you now start introducing Christ to them. Then that's how we keep populating the image yes. of Christ to other people. So that's that's no, I, I want to hear you more. <laughs> I love it. I, I remember just at my place, I, when we walk, sometimes you are not allowed to even speak about your religion or your life. Mm. People can see something that is different in you, and they mm. want to ask what makes this lady different. Then they start checking and this discover that it's Christ Jesus. That makes them also to want to seek Christ. And that is something that God wants us to do in every place that you are. We representing Christ Jesus. And that's through that you can replicate that image. Because through that people can see Christ in you. And through that people can accept him. As their personal then that image goes on and on and on and on. Is it a platform there? Is it and you sing? You sing it as on to talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. No, 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 you continue. Yeah, sing. Um, whatever you do. Your job. Um you your, draw, you draw, you're an artist. Drawing, yes, you're an artist. I'm just looking at so many other things. And you work you, in a bank. In a bank, yeah. You work as lawyer. a actually, I lawyer. Actually, I really want to speak to that. Because yeah, the practicality of this is, yeah, the practicality is what righteousness, justice, love, mm. mercy. These are core to the foundation of God's kingdom. And that's what Jesus brought. Righteousness, justice, love, and mercy. Faithfulness. Wherever you find yourself, what you're doing is it promoting the love of God mm. and is it taking a stand for God's justice mm. and promoting right living mm. for us often purpose is about oh the guy who is most well known yeah. who has more followership mm. in quotes it's greatness mm. oh I, will, I want to be great what does God define as greatness Let's let's go to the Bible. There was a man by the name John who only lived less than 34 years. He lived for some time in the wilderness. He was eating honey, uh, bees and whatever, right? But he has a purpose which is in line with Christ to reveal the Lamb of God to the world. He came to the world, did just that, and exited. And the Bible said about him, he said, of all who ever lived, no one is as great as John. That's what Jesus said. Because John came. He said, he must increase, and I must decrease. See, that image must increase in me, and the old image must go. You see, that's a man who fulfilled purpose. John was not a pastor and preacher as we would think of today. In fact, if he comes to some of our churches, we won't let him speak because he's not well, he didn't have a good makeup on. 
is not well packaged with the right suit and the right you know color of clothes you probably check him out of the building immediately but he was fulfilling the purpose he doesn't have a platform it is not branded he doesn't really look like he's doing anything serious but when heaven looks at him every step of the way was in fulfillment of the purpose of his existence and so when you say oh my life is wasting away what do you mean by that you have a sewing machine you're sewing clothes for people and you think oh I'm not I'm not fulfilling purpose the question is it's not whether you are sewing or not sewing clothes in trend, what do you call that? Fashion, like a fashion designer or whatever. The question is, is, is it the Lord who put you there? And are you representing him there? And are you doing it for him? And what you're doing, is he promoting the righteousness, the justice, the love, and the goodness and the faithfulness of God? Is he drawing people to become more like Christ? If it is, trust me, you might not be out of purpose. And you might be like, no, this is the greatest person that lived. This guy developed a new kind of vehicle that can fly. That's a man fulfilling purpose. The question is, is that what God would have the person do? Oh, this person is the first man to step on Jupiter. There's nobody like that yet, but let's use that so that it's not like well, I'm not the, talking about any yeah, person in particular. Jupiter, yeah. Okay. Biggest planet, so yeah. that's big, yeah, big, yeah. far away. Yeah. And yeah, great, great. Oh, yes, the question for God, for us, for me, trust me, I'll be like, wow, that's an achievement. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, man, that's that's a great man. But what's the, what is God saying in terms mm-hmm. of the purpose of God for that person? Are there not people that God wants to be businessmen to trade in worldly wealth so that they can receive friends for eternal habitation and expand the kingdom of God on earth, but they decided that no, 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 no. What I want to do is I want to be a singer. And the reason why they are singing is obvious to be famous. To have a lot of girls and a lot of guys. And for everybody to bow to them as the Lord and Alpha and the Omega at the beginning and the end. When the Lord is saying, But I wanted to be to be in business. And there are people who want to be engineers. And the Lord said, no, 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 I want you to be a pastor over my people. Mm-hmm. And your engineering job has beclouded you from pastoring. Mm-hmm. But there are people who say, go, I want you to be an engineer. He said, no, I want to be a pastor. He said, no, 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 no. You, I want you to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. And in all of this, it is in obedience to the Lord. And it's in making sure God, Jesus can be represented and more people can bear the image of Christ in this world and become the sons and daughters of God for all eternity. So when we're talking about your purpose as a youth, we've laid it out, right? In principle, but practically you cannot start to find your specific until you have a vital relationship with the Lord, which is where we will go next in this series of podcast relationship even relationship with other people think about it in fulfilling the purpose it has to do with people you gotta have relationship in fulfilling it has to do with places it is not ghosts that are in places it's people so I've got a relationship in territories it's people so 
All of this is about purpose have to do with people. Imagine there are no human beings on this earth and you are the only one here and all you have is birds and dogs and cows and everything. Initially, you might feel like it's something, but after a while, what happened to Hadar will happen to you. You'll be so bored to death and God will have to say, eh, it's not good for the man to be alone. <laughs> right? So it's about people. It's about making people like Christ. It's about making people's life better. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good. So this purpose we are describing to you was perfectly molded by Jesus. He was a carpenter at some point. But all of it was part. He traveled with his parents to go to some places where he met people. At a point, because of his own unique assignment, he went about healing the oppressed, casting out devils and doing things to make the life of people better so that they can receive the kingdom of God. They can receive this new life. And ultimately for him, part of his purpose was to die. Say, so, uh, oh, my purpose is to become a captain in the army. That's fine. The question is, is that what the Lord wants you to do? And I don't want you to think about becoming a captain in the army. See, the being a captain in the army as a platform or a place. And the people who are in the army and the military as the people to whom God has sent you. See, go into all the people, all the nations. You are an athlete. You can run fast. And God says, that gift, it's a platform for you to make me known, not as a way of annoying other people, but so that they can see the truth and receive this new creation life. That's the goal. You know, you people put, oh yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a football player. And you do things in a rebellious way yes, and put the name of Jesus on it, sometimes with, with a racial supremacy. Mm. And you put the name of Jesus on it mm. and it bears no image of Christ whatsoever. You and I, when we do that, mm. we miss the purpose mm. of our creation. Mm. But could that be part of how we enter into purpose? Yes. We want to see people in academia, people in sport, people in media work, yeah, yeah. news media, uh, people in media. Uh, the commercial people, yeah. drivers, lawyers. pilot, lawyers, engineers, medical doctors, yeah. nurses, who go to their profession as a platform, yeah. as a people group, mm-hmm. as places and territories that God has sent them to bear the image of Christ and make others have the opportunity to know God and bear that image as well. When that is what you live for, that is living for Christ. And then you are in the path to fulfilling your purpose. I could read scriptures and scriptures. One, one story that is on my mind is when Joshua, by the name, the name Joshua, if you, if you turn it to the uh, equivalent, in a, a, it's Jehoshua. In the Hebrews, Yehoshua, which is actually where the name Jesus will come from. Now, when Joshua, as the as the leader and captain of the people of Israel, went ahead and led them to conquer kings who are ruling places, just like now, this earth. Please listen to this very well and listen very carefully. This earth was created to be populated by men who bear the image of Christ, but sin came, and now we have the earth filled with people who don't bear that image. 
Now, those people are in different places and territories. Just like there were nations around Israel, which is like an allegory for us to understand how we fulfill our mandate once we become the new Jew, the new Israel of God, those who have been circumcised in Christ with a new life. Those people now start to move to nations. And Joshua went out of them as a captain, part of his own purpose. He took over, took care of all the kings. And when all the kings have been taken care of, of course, he didn't finish his own uh, as a human because Joshua was human. He's not Christ. Even Christ, when he finished, everything was not fully finished. He had hand over to the church, right? And so Joshua, when he had conquered the king like Jesus, he conquered principalities and powers and rulers and dominions on our behalf. As you start moving to, I think it's um, Joshua 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Joshua now began to distribute territories to the tribe of the people of Israel. Picture that as how we all are. That we haven't been found in Christ. Jesus has conquered the principalities and powers for us. And he has a tribe. He has a territory. He has a people that he wants us to go and dominate the land. By dominate there, it doesn't mean oppress. Please don't get this wrong. I don't mean oppress. To go and enforce the kingdom of God and make them receive this new life and become part of the kingdom of God. And in that for us, some people, some of us will be sent to the area of media. Some of us will be sent to the area of academia. Some as medical professionals. Some are going to be sent to be communicators. Some are going to be social media influencers. Some are going to be husband and wife raising children, doctors, lawyers, engineers, um, astronauts. Some of us are going to represent him in uh, all the different spheres of life that are territories. We are going to go there to bear the image of Christ. Some of us are going to be CEOs of companies, not as, a, as an ambition, but as a vision that God has shown you and as your path in life. You say, go do this for me. Some of you are going to be preachers and apostles. Some are going to be people who are going to be in the local church and all you are asked to do is to kneel down in prayer and bear the leadership of the church in prayer. It, you have to figure that out. But just like the people of Israel, there is a tribe. There is a portion for you in Christ as part of his own purpose, which we have a purpose in. So the question is, as a young man, this is the best time to have your paradigm right. So when you are going to school, when you're choosing a career, when you're choosing a wife, when you are choosing a place to move to or not move to, you are asking yourself the question, is this the portion that Christ has for me? Is it in obedience to him? Is this what he would have me to do? There was a man, which is where I'm going to end up today. But before I end up, I don't know if you have something on your mind. Is this good? Yes, good. You like it? Now, there was a guy, and this is where I want to stop, by the name Caleb. Coincidentally, that's right. I think this story for me sparked a sense of purpose in me. This person, again, that's why my name is Caleb. It was a name that I was not given at birth, but when I got baptized, after you know, buried with Christ, dead of the old creation and the new creation, I found him to be a man who characterized what it 
the, the attitude of mind for a young person who will fulfill purpose. Caleb and Joshua, so think of Joshua as Jesus, and we all as Caleb. And Jesus has gone ahead of us, purpose fulfilled, he's done all things for us, and we are the portion that the Father asked for us in him. And in Joshua 14, 6 to 15, let's read it and I will and I will end up there. So I want you to receive the passion and the focus and the uh, the resilience of spirits and the the daring to be different as a man or a woman a young girl, a young guy in your generation that others are pursuing dreams and ambitions that is not in line with the purpose of God for them but I will dare to be different Joshua book of Joshua are you there? While I'm waiting to, to see that, I don't know if you want to give nuggets based on what I've shared that people should still be thinking about. No, okay, Joshua 14. Don't worry from verse 6. Then the people of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal, and Caleb the son of Yephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God in Kadesh Barnea, concerning you? Mm. Um, that's a vision. That's what God revealed to them. Yes. Mm. This is how you enter purpose. You have to know what God has said mm. or is saying or is currently saying about you. In fact, the popular scripture of write a vision on the table and yadi 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 yadi. Please permit me to quickly deal with this issue once and for all. Let, let's let's go there and I'll come back to this real quick. The book of Abakuk or Abakuk, whatever you are you your your stresses at Abakuk, that's how I would call it. Chapter one. Chapter 1, verse 1. You want to read it? The body in which Abacuc, the prophet, did see. It was a vision. It was something God showed him. I don't want to get distracted by it to show that this has a lot to do with believing God for what he said he will do for your life. Let me say, write a vision. The first place to start is ask the Lord, open my eyes, unveil my heart to see your path. What do you, whatever that is, whether it is to choose a school, to choose a career, to choose a wife, to become whatever you are thinking is what to become. Let it, be, let it be what you want it to become and it's showing you. 
So let's go back. It was in this book that we have the right vision on the table and make it plain so that he that read will run to it. That vision is what God showed, not what you came up with. Okay. Now let's go back to Caleb. Caleb, the Lord said something about Caleb. The Lord showed Caleb something. In fact, he went to spy ahead. So there are times when God showed you things ahead of time. Caleb went physically to the promised land, right? But some of us, God will take you there in the spirit ahead of time. He might show you a literal vision. For some, it's not a literal vision. It's just a revelation in the scripture. For some, it's just an instruction. And then when Caleb knew that, Caleb knew that with faith he believed and he was strong he kept it in his mind you remember when Mary was to give back to Jesus as her own purpose the Lord revealed it to her and the Bible said Mary kept all the saints in her heart so young man you may be a Caleb you may be a Mary what has the Lord said about you whether in scripture or specifically in a revelation or a word that he wants your life to pursue that should be your purpose. And like Caleb, you have to keep asking the Lord Joshua, the Lord Jesus, that which you say about me, let it be, let it come to pass. You are my portion. And what you have apportioned me as I, my inheritance on this earth, I receive it. The Bible says man can receive nothing except it be given to him from above. If the Lord does not build the house, the laborer in vain, the labor that built it. So find out what the Lord said. That's what he said. And verse 7, Caleb said, 40 years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. And I brought him word again as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I... Can you read it? That is how to enter purpose. Wholeheartedly, fully follow the Lord. Life for Caleb was following the Lord. He has no everything he does or didn't do, it is in following the Lord. Finding your purpose is as easy as finding the path of the Lord every time. Taking step by step with the Lord Jesus. He goes ahead of you and he clears the path for you. He's the one that you should follow. And it repeated again, and Moses swear on that day saying, surely verse 9, the land, okay, whereon thy foot have trodden shall be thine inheritance, and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord, my God. There is a land that God has apportioned you, and I don't mean that it could be a physical land, but it doesn't have to be a physical land. It is a place where people meet and have common um, affinity and common goal. That's a people group. For you, it might just be children. It might be the harlots. 
that God is sending you to. For you, it might be God is sending you to the fashion world. God might be sending you to the means of the engineers, maybe a local church. For you, might be sending you to the group of women that are braiding hair. The salon. For you, it might be that God is sending you to the place of teachers. Whatever the land it is, the way to get there is to wholly follow the Lord. The Lord has an inheritance for you, a possession for you, which is in, in, in the line with your purpose in Christ. That you have to, like Caleb, insist and say, Lord, that which you've shown me, I have written it as a vision according to Habakkuk on a table. I don't want to share mine. There was a time God showed me things and I wrote it down. For me, the tablet was my Bible then. And every time I remember it, I run with it. That is where the idea of keeping the vision plain to keep you running and pursuing that purpose as a young man. But the Lord has to show you. So we're going to end today on, I think we've done a good uh, justice to going all the way for the purpose of God for all creation down to the specifics of the places and the people and the territories and the platform that God will be giving to you. The next thing we're going to come up to talk about, which is critical, is relationship. And I hope that God will help us to start with relationship with God. Because all that we're saying now is generic, but the specific will be as you follow the Lord. And if you don't know him, how do you follow him? Any last set of uh, words okay. from you before we end up today? The last set of words is the word following the Lord. And as young person that you, have, you don't even know what you want to do with your life yet, start from you receiving Christ and being recreated. Also, now start following him. And as you are following the Lord, it will be revealing what He wants you to do, what purpose. God will start doing that for you. But as a grown-up person, that you are a mature person, you already know what God has for you. You are doing something. Do them as unto the Lord in every way you are. As a teacher, as a lawyer, whatever you are doing, do them as unto the Lord. Let Christ be revealed through your life. Amen. That is powerful. Let Christ be revealed to your life. If Christ is being revealed through your life and in your life, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're already in the path of God's purpose for you. Following the Lord is how you enter into your purpose. In fact, now Matthew 28 said, go and make followers of all people. E-R-E. Followers of Christ from all people. Are you a follower of Christ? Do you have a dream that is making you walk diametrically opposed mm. to the path of the world, mm. like Jonah? Mm. Mm. Have you entered into certain relationships mm. that is taking you the other way, even though we want to talk about relationships that should take you in the direction of the world? Mm -hmm. Today may be the time for you to ask yourself, this way I'm going, these friends that I'm keeping, this path that I marked for myself, this dream that I've written out because you went to a conference by some so-called minister of the gospel, is it turning me to a beast? Is it turning me to become fishes of the, of the, of the sea, birds of the air, where you prey on people? Has it turned you to be the animals in the field where you have no sense of value and dignity anymore? You were not created to be fishes of the sea 
or the birds of the air or the animals of the field. You are created to bear the image of God. And that would happen as Christ robs you as you follow him. So today is a call to follow the Lord, to enter into his purpose for you. When you have followed him, you can be satisfied with a cottage below that leads to silver when you get above. This is a wonderful place to head today. I hope you've been blessed. Uh, there will be a little bit of insight on both sides, teaching and explanation. And I hope the Lord has spoken to you. Please share this with your friend. Uh, we want as many young people to know this early so that like Caleb of old, we can all fully and wholly follow the Lord our God. And even if on the way we find ourselves meeting some anarchies and giants, mm-hmm. and we fall down sometimes, and we make mistakes, and we rise up again, we say, the Lord, don't forget what you said to me when we were in Kaddish Bank. Don't forget what you said, that I'm going to represent you in this place, on this platform, in this territory. Mm-hmm. And the Lord himself, who has called you, he will guide you to the end. Thank you, Lord bless you. Shalom. Shalom.